The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the realities of modern performance marketing. Joining us is John Redman, who is the co-founder and CEO of Bosco. Bosco is the developer of a software for retailers to index, plan, predict, and profit from online media spend more accurately to help customers identify new opportunities with their online paid media budgets. Yesterday, John and I talked about why senior management can't figure out how to measure online marketing performance and today we're going to talk about why there is an over-reliance on Google for advertising. All right, on with the show. Here's the second part of my conversation with John Redman, co-founder and CEO at Bosco. John, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again, Ben, for having me. Excited to have you back on the show. You know, yesterday we talked about some of the struggles that management has evaluating their campaigns how they are looking for one metric to solve all of the evaluation criteria for what they're doing, but their marketing team is doing awareness building, retention marketing, and, and trying to drive sales at the same time. It's complicated, and you need to understand the different metrics based on the different campaigns. And then there's multi-touch attribution, which is a whole nother story. If you want to hear John and I rap about multi-touch attribution, we had a great conversation yesterday. Today, I want to talk about evaluating your channel mix. There's Facebook. Whenever I run a Facebook campaign, Facebook tells me that they have taken credit for 100% of my conversions. There's Google. Whenever I run a Google campaign, Google tells me they've taken credit for 100% of my conversions. And then there is every other platform under the sun, the social media platforms, programmatic advertising, radio, TV, offline, online, schmonline, and donline. How do you figure out what the right marketing mix is? And are people over-indexing in one channel specifically? So this is a common question we've been asked many times over the years. And I think it was actually even more so highlighted in November, just before the holiday season, where everybody seems to just start spending more and more money across all the different channels to try and get the Black Friday traffic. And being able to try and identify which channel is going to get you the maximum return is really, really difficult. What agencies used to do and what businesses used to be able to do was go to Google and say, oh, can you help me plan my media? I want to attract this many customers. What can you do to help me? And funnily enough, Google say, spend more money on Google. 
or spend more money on YouTube or things that are associated with Google. And if you go to Facebook, they'll say the same. So I think it's becoming increasingly difficult to find pockets of opportunity. And I think we've also fallen into this habit, certainly over the last five to 10 years, where Google to start with was a stalwart. If you put some money into Google, so you've got some sales back. It's now getting more and more competitive. The CPCs are getting more expensive, and that is eroding away the opportunity. So I think it is now time to look for alternative channels, but being able to identify those is really difficult. And I think people have just got into Google business as usual, a bit like IBM in the 70s. Yeah, it's interesting. We're actually getting to the point of maturity for some of the earlier developed and popular online marketing platforms, the Googles and Facebooks of the world are getting the TV budgets from the CPG companies, and all of a sudden the media is becoming more expensive in digital advertising. So if Google is becoming more expensive and isn't actually your highest return on ad spend now, time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. What are some of the channels that you should be focusing on other than just straight PPC marketing? I think that's the challenge and people don't necessarily know where to look. But the biggest one, and this has got a mixed reviews with lots of people, I think is an opportunity, certainly in retail and in lots of different angles around B2B and everything, is the good old fashioned affiliates. Ooh, the A word. <laughs> it's all about how you manage that. And I think people just bundle affiliates in with discount codes and cash back and it's all a bit murky and dirty. But I think there's huge opportunities and I'd rather call them, say, the partner channels. Where can you find someone else to promote your product in return for a CPA? And actually, if managed and executed correctly, can be a huge uplift in revenue for your business or increase in leads. So I would say if nobody's revisited that for a long time, they should look at that. We were, I suppose, I was going to use a very English term there, gobsmacked. I don't know if you understand what gobsmacked is. Totally surprised. Totally surprised in November. Flummoxed. Flummoxed, yeah. <laughs> we were flummoxed in November. We've operated a lot of campaigns using the maths. So it was all about the maths. It's always been about optimizing the maths. 
to get our competitive advantage for our clients. And in February, we were struggling to make the maths work. Exactly what you said, Ben, is the big brands had come in without thinking about the maths and just dropping loads of money, which then meant the maths didn't work. We couldn't get the CPAs we needed. And actually, this is where I think now it's flipping back to the mathematicians aren't on vogue. It's all more about having decent creative that cuts through the noise. So I think the opportunity going forward on some of these channels is about improving the quality of the creative. So it's actually the creative and the maths that needs to come together. And over the last 10 years, I've all been about maths. It's always been about the maths. But I think there's going to be an opportunity for the creative to come back and cut through because it's all just too much. It's too expensive. And I also think if you look, where else are your customers hanging out now? So digital out of home, digital TV, and the way TV is being delivered and streamed now, I can't skip the ads because it's a stream and I have to watch the ads. That drives me nuts. I hate it. Yeah. I'll pay some of those channels. I'll pay them to watch it. I nearly upgraded to a paid YouTube the other day. That's a lot. I know, but I was (laughs) watching a video and I'm cycling, watching a training video and it's timing me. I do a lot of work on the turbo trainer Mm -hmm. and then up pops an ad and I'm nearly falling off my bike to get, oh, it's just, yeah. I would honestly pay to just skip the ad. It's like, give us 10 cents every time you want to skip an ad. It's like, sure. You know, I, I would rather do that than pay the monthly subscription. You know, my takeaway from what you're saying is, and this is going to be different for every business. And yes, there is the competition within a platform to buy the media. Then there is how effective your creative is. And maybe you're on the right side for Google and Facebook. Obviously, there's a lot of companies that are still going to rely on Google and Facebook and the more popular advertising channels. But you can look to more new media channels, like what you said with OTT. Let's throw podcasting in there as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Podcasting and TikTok and the surge in TikTok and that's real eyeballs and it's cheap. Yeah. CPM, it's super cheap. There's ways to get creative and spread your dollar around to other channels, not just be so reliant on Google and Facebook. And then you mentioned your creative. You can focus on optimizing that. The other thing and really a piece of advice that I have is we're very reliant on performance marketing. We want to put a dollar in and get a dollar out right now. And that way we can measure it and have more certainty. If you really want to lower your cost per acquisition, build a community, build an audience and build a content archive. It's one of the reasons why we started the MarTech podcast is it was meant to be a lead generation tool for a consulting business. And we just wanted to basically build the conversation to get some authority and trust within the MarTech community. Now, We ended up going a different direction because the audience grew quickly and now we're running a media property. But if you want to lower your ROAS, your cost per acquisition, developing and consistently investing into content and really building out your organic channel, to me, that's the number one answer. You want cheap conversions? Build a content machine so you don't have to rely on performance marketing. I completely agree. And I think SEO, over the last 15 years, people have been buying links, doing this, doing that. And it's all, SEO has now become a bit of a dirty word and a bit of a dirty trade. But actually, if you produce useful, interesting, relevant content that people want to absorb, they will then share it. It will then get recognized by Google. Because ultimately, Google's job is to try and replicate a human to produce the right content for a search query. So if it does its job properly, it should find your content. And I still think there is a huge amount of opportunity for people to invest money in content rather than just paying Google for clicks. Completely sold with you on that. 
Google's a bit like drugs. People are just addicted to that instant hit. Oh, for sure. I always say that performance marketing is like sugar and a content marketing strategy is like eating your broccoli. One gives you that energy right away. And oh, I just feel it. I feel great. And I, yeah, candy bar. And the other one is like, I ate my broccoli. Great. I had to do my work. But it helps you grow big and strong over time. Yeah, and I suppose it's a bit like if you want to go get fit, it's like Google's like a weight loss pill. SEO or content is more like going to the gym and changing your lifestyle. And you've got to keep doing it. And you've got to get good habits. But you're absolutely right. There's a ton of really good value traffic out there. But I think it's if you're trying to plan this and you're trying to make decisions on where to invest, because if you're going to go down the content route, you need to invest in a load of people. And when's the return going to come? And that's the risk people are always very nervous about. That's the big thing. If you're going to invent in a content strategy, you're going to put in a dollar to get 50 cents today. But it's an appreciating asset. That dollar you invest and got, you know, a negative 50% return on day one is a 10x return a year from now. And so you have to have patience with your content marketing strategy and you need to be consistent with it. There's also ways that you can do things like content syndication, build an audience, build a community that helps you expedite the value of that content, but it requires headcount and strategy and honestly experience. So I think that, you know, when we talk about figuring out what the right marketing mix is, you have to understand what your goals are. You have to understand the time to maturity for a specific channel and also what the competition is for that channel as well. Yeah. But I think the biggest fundamental thing we see all the time is the senior folk in the businesses are saying, how can we get more out of Google or how can we get more out of Facebook? And what they're not saying is how can we get more out of the internet? That's the fundamental bit people are missing is they think the internet is Google, Facebook. They're not looking at the broader new up and coming or different pockets of opportunity of how to engage with this digital platform or digital landscape. I think that's a great point. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to John Redman, co-founder and CEO of Bosco, for joining us in the third part of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow morning. John and I are going to talk about the future of paid media. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about John, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile on our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is jredman, J-R-E-A-D-M-A-N. Or you can visit his company's website, which is askbosco.io, A-S-K-B-O-S-C-O dot I-O. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production.
Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.